The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opai production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. That's Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. We are the Minutia Men. We are the people who spend our week looking at the most worthless information that we can find and right. sharing so, it with you. Right, so our listeners don't have to waste their time. We'll waste our time. We'll waste our time so that you can waste your time listening to us. Wasting your time listening to us. Exactly. Yeah, it's a a catch-22 of waste. It's an infinite loop of of waste. Uh, I am Rick Kempfer. And I'm Dave Stern. How uh, how is everybody? You know, we got a couple of updates here, Dave, before we get started on this week's Minutia Men. Um, And that is, uh, last week we discussed Pokemon Go which is mm-hmm. everywhere, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, my son, Sean, participated in the show. He listened to it afterwards and said a couple of things. One is he was laughing at you. <laughs> Why? Because you called it uh, rat-a-tat-a-tat-a. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. rat a tat All right. Okay. 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 Or rat a tat Oh, boy. Now I don't know if I got it right or not. I think it's rat a but not rat a tat a tat it's rat-a-tat-tat. Not rat-a-tat-tat. It's it's rat-a-tat, I believe. Yeah, yeah. The other one is I. She laughed at me because I use the the plural Pokemon's when <laughs> clearly it, it's just Pokemon. Oh, so it's not Pokemon. It's not Pokemon. It's not Pokemon's. It's just Pokemon. Oh, okay. All right. Which uh, stands for, and I didn't realize this either. Pocket Monster. Oh. That's that makes sense. It does. It, it absolutely um, does. So that 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 is uh, the first thing. The second thing is uh, we talked about the Roger Ailes story, which uh, he was he is still as we tape this the uh, president of Fox News and has been and accused of sexual harassment. We read a couple of stories from mm-hmm. uh, sexual harassers, or, you know, harassees over the years. Uh, since that, the story has come out that Megyn Kelly allegedly told uh, Fox News bosses that uh, Roger Ailes also sexually harassed her. And that is why she has not come out in defense of him. And now it's just a matter of time before a fork is stuck in the man and he is gone. By the time this comes out, he may already be gone. So that is the update there. Can, uh, you, you know, I have a quick quip. Um, okay. He obviously harassed a lot of women on Fox, right? I mean, there's no no doubt about it. Throughout history, he was a serial harasser. But what about the women that he didn't harass? Are they, like, pissed? <laughs> well, you know, I saw Greta Van de Sustern uh, uh, interviewed about this, and she was really uncomfortable. She's, but she said, look, it's never happened to me. And I could see the look on the face of the guy who was interviewing her, you know, thinking, well, yeah, obviously it's never happened to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, was, I, I could see the look on his face. It was terrible, but, you know, <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah, I just, I just, I just see women go, what am I, chopped liver? Yeah. You know, come on, no harassment my way? No, but it really is. I don't want to make light of this situation. It's really a horrible thing and uh and and you know it's a story now because fox news is actually talking about yeah they're actually reporting it so i mean it's just a matter of time and the other interesting thing about this story and this i'm just you know i don't care about the politics of it i'm just talking about from a media perspective the three biggest stars on or three of the biggest stars 
on Fox News have clauses in their contract that say if Roger Ailes is not the president, their contract is null and void, and they can go wherever they want. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. And that's Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, and Greta Van Susteren. Well, Greta's gone, right? I mean, she... No, wait, she's still there. Is she still... Don't you watch Fox News, Dave? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. <laughs> uh, um, I so, anyway. She, oh, well, she's not on the morning show anymore. Oh, wait. boy, you just have no idea what you're talking about, but that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Really you're not I, the media expert. I am. Uh, the third thing that we needed to talk about, and I actually got an email about this. Apparently, last week, we did not divulge which nostril was working. So we oh. did not check in on your deviated septum. So All we right. need to do that before we carry on here. Go we ahead. Gotta get, we got to get Vinny. We'll be, we're playing poker with Vinny on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Um, we got to get him to give us a jingle for the deviated septum. I would think so. All right. Ready? Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Lefty's working. Righty's huh? clogged. Lefty's working. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you something that you may not realize. You may yeah. not have checked this very much, but Lefty is always the one that's working. Okay, because I know they switch. They just maybe maybe it's a since we tape this always on Wednesdays. Maybe it's I don't no lefty. It is lefty, but it does switch. Okay, I, I, I'll take I, your word. I'm, we're gonna find out if that's true or not. So what is this like four in a row? That's lefty. I think so. All right, so anyway, uh, that is that. Uh, it's time for some actual new minutiae, which I wanted to share with you. And uh, you kind of, we talked about this on the phone the other day, so uh, I, will, I don't want to pretend like we're discussing this for the first time, but the list of celebrity speakers <laughs> at the Republican National Convention is one of the most hilarious lists yes. ever. And I wanted to go over a couple of them with you. Uh, Scott Bayo, of course, famous. Yeah. Sure. He's, he's up there. I mean, he was Charles in charge. Oh, he, he was A-list for a while. He was. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he was Chachi. Yeah, right. I mean, he was A-list 30 years ago yeah. or 25 years ago. But but yeah, I could see a Scott Bale. Sure. And wasn't the the Stacey Dash from Clueless, wasn't she there as well? No, she was not. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they, no, oh, she, she did well, not make the list. Whoa, whoa. What yeah. am I, job lever? Uh, Antonio Sabato Jr., Yep. The former yes. underwear model. We all know him. He was in General Hospital. A very good-looking man. Uh, I uh, I was watching the RNC convention, or the RNC, and uh, I saw the Krylon underneath, you know, while he was speaking. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Underwear model. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> the, the turb underwear model. Yeah, uh, yes. So, yeah, he was a main guy. He was a... Uh, He's not A-list by any stretch of the imagination, right? I mean, he's... No, no. B-minus list. Yeah. Uh, the president of the UFC, you know, the... What are the... You'd fighting. Fight, yeah. yeah. Dana White was there uh, speaking, which is... That's huge. Oh, absolutely. The Duck Dynasty patriarch, yeah, Willie Robertson, yeah. was there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and here are my two favorites, okay? I just want <laughs> Because I had to look them up. Uh, young and the Restless star Kimberly Brown. Never heard of her. Me neither. Um, and then LPGA golfer Natalie Gulbis. What is she ranked like 472 in the world or no, something? No, 484. 484th <laughs> ranker uh, ranked. I mean, I, I couldn't name you five uh, LPGA golfers, but she is so far down the list, she's ranked 484th in the world. But. You know, in Donald Trump's defense, 
and you know, we're judging Donald. I mean, we're kind of judging. We're we're being judgy right now, right? We're yeah, judging a little judgy. Uh, yeah. Uh, you and I, we probably wouldn't have been able to get much better celebrities. I don't think. Do you think? Well, and, we we start. I mean, I, I asked you to put together a list of some of your uh, celebrities for your wish list when we right. have the uh, Rick and Dave convention. Right, 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 right. Which could happen. At any time. So uh, who, who are some of the people that you have on your list? Um, well, I, you know. I, it's I a wish think, list. We may not be able to get all these people. Um, well, from the political side. Yeah. You know, you got to have a, you know, I think Betty Lauren Maltese. Now, that would be good. She's a Republican, yeah. too. That's fine. I can't believe We're, they didn't get her. Yeah, 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 no kidding. Uh, they should have consulted us because we got some great names on this. Yeah, I, I think I, She's I, I my Facebook friend. You know, I think she might be mine, too. The last I heard, she was a hostess for a uh, restaurant in Berwyn. Cicero Berwyn. Which one, Cicero? I don't know, but I met her a couple of times. She's like a delightful person to talk to. I, I thought she was <laughs> – I really liked her a lot, actually. Yeah, well, yeah whatever. But, but yeah. I would definitely extend – she could get a, a spot. Okay, um, I got one for you. Okay. Um, Phil Wright. That's who I want. Phil Wright. Yeah. I don't know who. He was the lead singer of Paper Lace. Oh, Night Chicago died. That's right. right. That's right. He's still alive. I checked. So you would have the convention in Chicago? Well, of course. Uh, Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think I'm going to go David Lander. Oh, that's Squiggy. (laughs) Yeah, damn right. It's Squiggy. (laughs) Well, I, I have Peter Bonners on my list. Who's Peter Bonners? He was Jerry the Dentist from the Bob Newhart show. <laughs> okay. Uh, I loved him. And and another Chicago connection because yeah. they filmed. Exactly. At Sheridan Road was the building. See, uh, I'm thinking conceptually here. Yeah. You know what? I didn't go the Chicago route, but, but I, you know, and I also think, you know, we need a great theme song, right? Okay. And because of the troubles that, you know, how safety is a big concern in America right now, right? Yeah. Uh, how about uh, the safety dance by Men Without Hats? Oh, very good. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's very that's good. Th- or you know, you can you, dance if you want to. <laughs> uh, hey, you can't. We can say the lyrics, but we can't hum it. <laughs> that's right? true. That's true. Uh, well, I had a couple a, of other. I had a couple of other uh, people that yeah. I, I on my wish list. All right, uh, Conrad Dunn. Was he the um, father on? No, that no, was that, Conrad Bain. <laughs> okay, all right. Who's Conrad Dunn? <laughs> no, uh, Conrad Dunn. He played Francis in Stripes. You know, they, uh, they get, he called me killer, but don't <laughs> oh, call okay. me Francis. Yeah, 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 yeah. But don't okay. call me Francis. Lighten that, up, Francis. That's what I want, Francis. I want Conrad um, Dunn. I got, how about Andrea Elson? Andrea Elson. Don't know who that is. Uh, she was the teenage actress uh, who played Lynn Tanner on Elf. Oh, that would be great. Right. Yeah, come that on. That would be fantastic. And my last one is Mike Tyson. <laughs> okay, well, not the well, boxer. Oh, okay. the Cubs infielder, second baseman, <laughs> shortstop, played uh, like 1980-81, hit about two two oh five for the Cubs. That's that's uh, who I want on my team. Um, what are, you know? What about um, Eddie Mecca? Carmine. Yeah. How in the now that is Medusa. How did you know that that was Carmine the Big Ragu Ragusa? How did you know that? Because this is called Minutia, man. Hey, I, 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 I know my Minutia. I may not know how to do a Pythagorean theorem or even what that is, but, yeah, right. but, but I know, know who Eddie Mecca is. 
How in the world? Okay, well, here's another. All right, all right now, now you're uh, Sharon Gless. Oh, Sharon Gless was either Cagney or Lacey. Oh, my God. Who's <laughs> <It was> Cagney? <laughs> Thank you. Dude. Come you, on. Uh, uh, I know this stuff. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Tina Yothers. Tina Yothers was the, the youngest daughter on Family Ties. Okay. I can't continue this <laughs> podcast. This is this this is unbelievable. I went. I, it took me like twenty minutes to try to find the most obscure eighty stars, and you know them all. I am who I am. Uh, the um, uh, well, might you want to hear my other theme songs? Sure, sure. Uh, the future's so bright, gotta wear shades. Okay. Yep, yep. We have uh, that on a T-shirt at Just One Bed Century. Uh, exactly. Uh, in a big country. Okay. Big country. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of lame. Yeah. What do you mean, kind of lame? Uh, I'm sorry. That was right. my inside voice. Okay. Okay. What about a Kajagugu song, Too Shy, Because I'm Humble? <laughs> All right. Where's, where, okay. You, you win this bit. Okay. You, you, you totally won this one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it was you, very well done. This is, uh, I'm actually deleting this file from my <laughs> computer right now because I failed miserably. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. What do you got uh, as far as minutia for this week? Uh, well, this is Jenkins, isn't it? Oh, this is a full-fledged Jenkins feature. All right, hang on a second. I got to get the... Uh, here we go. Hang on. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right... Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! Jenkins with Rick, with Rick and Dave. So, what do you got there? All right. Um, this comes out of Maine. Uh, Maine issued... Um, you know how if you're on um, welfare, is, is this even called welfare anymore? Electronic benefits. You know, you know when you get food benefits. Yeah, like food stamps. Yeah, they give you they give you cards now. It's no longer stamps. Um, and on the uh, and in Maine, they gave all of their recipients this card, and they had a customer service number on the back of the card. Okay, you know, check sure. your balance yeah, or whatever yeah. you have problems. You know, um, guess where that uh, there was a misprint on the phone number guess where the phone number went to the white house <laughs> no uh uh but that would be funny that would be actually even be funnier uh it went on a sex hotline uh america's hottest talk line okay so that's funny right yeah I mean, that's, that's funny okay. yeah for four food stamps i'll yeah, describe yeah, what yeah. i'm wearing <laughs> exactly uh now i started researching this like how often has this happened before you know what? And it's happened like all the time. So, um, like for instance, that's because every phone line is a sex phone line. <laughs> well, you're right. People don't have landlines anymore. Uh, well, and ask Ocho Cinco. Do you know who Ocho Cinco is? Yeah, the uh, the football player. Right. Uh, he had Ocho Cinco cereal, uh, and they on the back of the cereal had a phone number <laughs> to help kids. Um, oh, it's that's that's worse when it's kids, <laughs> right? You know, it when was, it's food stamps, that's one thing, but when it's kids, it was it was a one eight hundred help FTC, which was I don't I don't even know what it was, but it was for kids. Well, that phone number had a typo and went to a sex line. Oh boy! Um, uh, and then there was also um, speaking of uh, the conventions, two thousand and eight, a misprint in the New Jersey telephone book said people hunting for the Sussex County Democratic Committee, that went to a sex line, too. 
<laughs> so this happens like all the time. Now, my favorite one, and this is much more wholesome. Um, you know how they every year you can track Santa's movement right through NORAD. Like you can go online. Sure, sure. Okay, it's you know very wholesome. My kids love it still. They still believe in Santa. The twins do. Um, and we, you know, we check out, okay, he's in Istanbul, you know, Istanbul today or right now. And in 12 seconds, he's going to be 4,000 miles away. Uh, they have yet not realized that that's absolutely impossible. Right. Uh, but it, it, do you know how this started? Do you know how the NORAD, you know how this all started? I do not. In 1955. Now, this is minutia. This is very, this is, yeah, this is really minutia. In 1955, Sears Roebuck. Um, which, by the way, Sears Roebuck becoming minutia too. Sure. Uh, um, printed a newspaper ad, and they put a phone number. And what the the crux of the ad was is, "Hey, kitties, call Santa." And basically, it would have been you get a phone number, you call Santa, somebody on the you know other line does the ho ho ho. What do you want for Christmas? Blah blah blah. A cute little thing, right? Well, they goofed up and they put the wrong phone number on it. <laughs> and uh, this is not this is 1955. Uh, so there, there were, were no sex phone lines. Right. Did they even have? Did people even have sex? No, they did not. Uh, no, yeah, right. sex was an event invented in 1972, right? Uh, with Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so, guess where this phone went? This phone line went to. I, I have no idea. It went to Colonel Harry Shoop's house. Okay. Colonel Harry Shoop. KKK. No, no, no. I like okay. where you're going with that, but no. <laughs> Colonel Harry Shoup worked for the Continental Air Defense Command. He was the commander of the Continental Air Defense Command, which would become NORAD in a few years. And oh, so it went Harry, to his home number. Well, Harry had two phones. This is all described by his kids, or uh, by Terry, Rick, and Pam Shoup's. Uh, this is, and you can check this on Snopes, by the way. So he had two phones on his desk he had the regular phone and he had like the russians are coming phone like the hotline like oh my god so the number was to the hotline the commissioner gordon everything is you know the red the the blinking red phone wow so he started getting these phone calls from kids going (laughs) this is totally true so and so he at first is like you know this would the kid hang up you know or this is a you know this is a lot you can't be screwing around but then after like the fourth or five he's like screw it i gotta like play along so he started pretending that he is santa and he started to get people from the air base like airmen you know uh uh you know sergeant rabinowitz sergeant johnson whatever they're all going to – and they were all working. They were, like, working days on this. I mean, it was – that's all they did. And then after this all happened, they figured, well, this is a wonderful thing. Let's have NORAD do the – you know, be a Santa Claus kind of tractor tracker, and that is how it began. That is a wholesome, wonderful little story. It is. Right, right. There, and, and, and there's no agenda on my part here. There's no no. And we here. started all, with a sex line, uh, a salacious story, and we end yeah. with Santa. Yeah. So that was that's the story there. I thought that was wonderful. That's very what wholesome, a, Dave. It was a great story. I have uh, I have something wholesome too here for you. Oh, and Manusha. then by the way, Colonel yeah. Shoup got arrested for tax evasion three. Years. <laughs> yeah. Now you just ruined it. <laughs> you just ruined the story. Okay, I made that up. Okay, good. The Shoups good, are good. very nice people. <laughs> okay, good. Um. I have something that uh, is called Married Sex Tweets, which I found at the Huffington Post, which 
absolutely cracked me up. All right. Now, these are actual tweets from mm-hmm. real people about married sex. Okay. Okay. I want to run a few of these by you. Uh, this is uh, Valerie at uh, Valley Girl. I'm best at sex when I'm a little ragey. So for foreplay, we watch a few episodes of House Hunters. <laughs> okay, good, good. Here's uh, the fantastic Mr. Fox at Camel Crushin. Um, has sex with bedroom door unlocked. Adds thrill seeker to resume. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, and they live alone too. Yeah, right, exactly. Goats at goats dot com or whatever it's called here uh, calls wife into bedroom, dims the lights, turns on Marvin Gaye, sexily sweeps toddlers' collections of trucks off the bed. <laughs> uh, these are these are pretty good. Um, this one's from Stella G Maddox. I can't release my sex tapes because the audio is just kids shouting, Mom, can I have a snack through a locked door? (laughs) Here's another House Hunters one, which I I think is pretty funny. 87% of married sex starts with someone pausing House Hunters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just a couple more here. Um, Simon Holland. That was was Simon Holland. This is, uh, uh, let's see, Nebraska Bob. At uh, Bob in uh, in hiding, sext I just received from my wife. Wake up! You're snoring so loud on the couch, you may as well come to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then here's this is the last one from Laser Cat at uh, Laser Cat. My wife says since the last bed fire, I'm not allowed to use sparklers in my <laughs> after sex victory dance. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, well. Hey, I and the reason why these are so funny because they're true. (laughs) Oh God, that is just so funny. All right, so it is time once again for just one bad century. Time now for a collection of cub geekness. This is just one bad century with Rick and Dave. So I got a quiz for you, Dave, for uh, this week's uh, Cubs minutia at just one bad century. Can you guess which? person on just one bad century now remember i've written about every cub that ever played the game can you guess which person on just one bad century is most searched and most hit on of all the people on the website so these are cub player these are cubs 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 related for a hundred hundred plus years cubs related we get you know thousands and Thousands and thousands of people checking out the website. This is the number one thing that is checked on on this website of all, of um, all the things on Just One Bad Century. Well, I know it's not Hippo Vaughn, but we've mentioned Hippo Vaughn on every podcast, so we have to, I, 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 so I'm going to say it's not Hippo Vaughn, um, right? Right. <laughs> um, the Cubs of the 60s, the people are too old to be on the website, so I bet. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, I bet Ernie and those guys aren't on. So I'd have to say something more recent. Uh, I w- I'm going to say Steve Bartman because of the people that are just not very nice. That's a very good guess, but the answer is Marla Collins. Marla Collins, who... Oh, would, the, the, bat, the bat... Or the... The, the ball, ball girl. girl, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, okay. so apparently there's not a lot of news about her on the website because people always come to our website to check out Marla Collins. Like, whatever happened to Marla Collins? On this week, 
in 1986, she was fired by the Chicago Cubs because she uh, posed in Playboy. Uh, By the way, I still have that issue somewhere. I mean, because uh, the the cover, the person on the cover was Pamela Anderson, and on the inside was uh, Marla Collins. And the Cubs were shocked (laughs) that she would pose nude and fired her immediately when they found out that she would be in the September issue of Playboy. Well, she's a convention speaker. She, oh, that's a great idea. She would be perfect. But what's really uh, funny about the Marla Collins thing and the fact that they fired her, which is not funny, I you know feel bad for her. But what's funny about it is she was clearly there as a kind of a sex symbol sort of thing because Harry Harry would couldn't stop talking lusted after her openly right. on the air all the time. As a matter of fact, if you go to justonebadcentury dot com, I have some audio on the website there of Harry and Lou Boudreau and Vince Lloyd just cackling about Marla not wearing shorts. It, it's uh, funny. It's it's funny, and it's you know it's very uh, Roger Ailesy. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, what, did you, do you get paid to be the ball girl? I don't know. I think she did get paid like fifteen bucks a game or something like that back in those days. Because I bet her getting fired was far better for her career. Well, I don't think it was. I mean, what happened yeah. to her ever since? That's the reason why. I mean, she totally disappeared. Uh, maybe her and uh, like the the girl from. Family Ties have a fabric store somewhere. Where were we? We were at a bar recently, and and the bartender knew her. Do you remember that? Is that one of the bars in your uh, neighborhood? We were at a at a bar, and the bartender. We just the subject of yeah, Cubs how does that came come up, up? How and does the subject come up. I don't know, but Marla Collins came up in conversation, and the guy said he knew her, and she works like as a dental hygienist or something like that in Elk Grove or something, something strange like that. Yeah, but anyway, you know what? You should reach out to her. And do a little uh, Just One Bad Century, Where Are They Now thing. I think I will do that. Got to right. First, first we've got to remember which bartender said it. And we've got to remember which bar. <laughs> you got to right? check your sources. And I, then I'll do some investigative work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is time now for our final feature on the Minutia Men. And that is Celebrity Potpourri. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Okay, so in a previous life, I was a radio producer. I worked for uh, Steve Donald, Gary Meyer, and for John Records Landecker and others. And during during my uh, radio history, I met many, many celebrities and we've written down the names of all of them and putting them in a bowl and giving them to Dave, who likes to hear these stories. And every week he just pulls a name out and I have to uh, tell the story about that celebrity. Uh, I, I love this guy. Um, I actually have a story, too, although maybe even the same story that you uh, Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. OK. Um, I met him when I was Stephen Geary's producer, but uh, actually my story, that's probably the same story that you were thinking of, goes back even further. Peoria, right? Was it? Uh, no, it was, concert? I think it was, was it Peoria? Was it Springfield? I think it was Springfield. The concert. Yeah, the concert. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tell the story. Well, anyway, when we were in college, uh, Aerosmith was not big when we were in college. As a matter of fact, they were in the dumps. They had gone from right. being huge in the 70s 
to being at the very bottom of the heap because they had drug abuse problems and alcohol problems and Mm -hmm. all sorts of issues. And they made a comeback, I want to say, 83, 84? Does that sound Uh, about right to you? uh, uh. They made a big comeback, and they played in Springfield or Charleston or one of the other college towns in downstate Illinois or Peoria, one one of them. But we... As a group, decided to travel there. Were you in this group? Yeah, I okay. remember that. I mean, I w- went to the show. I assume I was with you. Okay, so yeah, we probably went in my station wagon, or the Dodge, or was it a not a Dodge Dart? The, the Duster. Was, no, I think Duster, I, right. I think it was the station wagon because we took a bunch of people. Anyway, a bunch of us from the radio station went to see the show. And Dave and I were not really big Aerosmith fans, but everybody else that was with us, they were huge Aerosmith fans. And Aerosmith comes out. Steven Tyler, the lead singer of Aerosmith, is clearly hammered, yeah. like right. way beyond hammered. Right. He does the, they start with back in the saddle again. He goes down to the splits like he always does, <laughs> yeah. and he cannot get back up. <laughs> yeah. He is so wasted. They yeah. finally help him to his feet, and he staggers back and forth on the front of the stage. And there's, you could see there's a guy like spotting him in front of the stage for when he falls off, which he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> falls yeah. off the stage. They get him back on the stage, and he staggers back and forth. And you remember there was like a, uh, there were fans on the side of the, uh, on the side of the stage to keep him cool. He knocked one of the fans. I mean, not not. Uh, Human, not, not uh, humans, uh, uh, but uh, appliance, you know, appliance. Right. Yeah, right. Like uh, electric fans. Right. And he knocked one of them over, and then he like vomited on the stage, and then lights out. <laughs> uh, well, I remember Joe Perry punching him in the stomach. Well, that all was. Ha- I mean, we could see that happening, but the lights were out, and he was so mad. Joe Perry was so mad. He went right. after Tyler, and then concert was over for a second. The lights went out, and then the rest of Aerosmith, minus Steven Tyler, came out for about, I don't know, how long? Oh, 40 minutes, maybe? Not yeah. even? I like don't. five songs. They did like a Hendrix song. They right, did like, because right. they had no singer. They had <laughs> no know. singer. So they were doing like instrumental jams and stuff, and then finally they're like, oh, screw it. Forget yeah. it. Uh, and I remember when we were leaving, I'm pretty sure it was Peoria, people were just so pissed that they were like ripping banners off the side of the... Like the lobby of the concert hall. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, they were they were just furious. Uh, and and I remember saying, I think this is the greatest thing I've ever seen because this yeah. is a story I will be able to right. tell for the rest of my life. If I had just seen it, Aerosmith. Who cares? Yeah, right, walk this also, way. This no, is, walk this way. Yeah, this is the this is the end of them. We're never going to hear from them again. <laughs> and then they cleaned up their act, and they became huge. And a few years later, I met Steven Tyler when he was on Stephen Gary Show, uh, and Joe Perry too, both of them. And you know, those those guys had a relationship like where they they I think they still have this kind of relation. And actually, Joe Perry had like a heart attack recently. Yeah, a couple of last week. Yeah, and uh, so they're still not really speaking to each other, except when they go on tour, or they you know they're they're best friends, best enemies, sort of like you and me. And, uh, and Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend. Right. Exactly like that. Donald but Trump, I, Mike Pence. But anyway, the two of them were in uh, the producer's booth, and I, I was making small talk with uh, Steven Tyler. And, you know, I remember asking him about he had these weird th- uh, sleeves on his uh, 
on his arm. I'm like, where, where did those come from? Ah, you know, this morning I woke up and I saw my wife's lingerie and I just cut it and put it on my, what do you think? Yeah, that's very nice. I said, Hey, I saw you guys in concert one time <laughs> in Springfield or whatever. And his face just dropped and conversation over. <laughs> Great going, Rick. Although th- that was the beginning of him cleaning his act up, right? No, he had already cleaned his act up by then. Okay. He, but he, like, they won't even allow liquor sales at their shows anymore. He can't even be in the same room as liquor. And, uh, <laughs> and I brought that. I didn't know that they, they couldn't handle it. But it was end of conversation, and, and it almost derailed the whole interview. So that uh, is my Steven Tyler story. Thank you very well, much. Well, well, good for bringing up that memory for him and crushing him for that afternoon. Oh, happy to do it. To find out more about Rick and Dave, you can check us out at EckhartsPress.com. That's our publishing company. Also, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at MinutiaMenPodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano from Opie Productions, who uh, will be bringing back Lasano and friends soon, right? We saw that uh, live being performed live at uh, Taste of Chicago. And, and they just did a thing, I think, on the Navy Pier, the the Ferris wheel thing. Oh, Didn't that's they right. Do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, think, so that show is back, right? Uh, I'm not sure it's completely back, but they're doing like a very special Tony Lozano and Friends for the summer. Well, it's a good show. He puts a lot of work and effort into it. You should check it out. We'd also like to thank our distributor, Ed Silla, from the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. That's uh, where we are, radiomisfits.com. And you can tune in again next week for another episode of... Minutia Men. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Lasano and friends. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> I don't th- blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. <laughs> That's got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the for, for the sun or the snow or right. whatever. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny in seven days. <laughs> and like yesterday, I was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically. We do seven-day forecasts. And right. I go, well, seven days, it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days. <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So, has the Earth been knocked off its axis? I I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's exactly what we'll go with. <laughs> Masano and Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com <laughs>